welcome. Welcome to the Hustle Sold Separately. We are a weekly podcast dedicated to doers, creators, entrepreneurs, hustlers, innovators, artists, people in and around the world that are, they're in their thing. They're on their vibe. They're doing things way, way outside the box. All of you guys know this. You know, the journey is not linear. Um, and, you know, you see things a little bit differently. You're challenging status quo. You're, you're attempting to do new things because, you know, it's, it's part of who you are and what you really, you know, it's part of your truth. It's where you're heading. And every week, I also bring on guests to validate that you're not crazy, <laughs> basically because they're going through a lot of the same things, whether it's their first venture or their 50th venture. You know, you guys always hear me say that I don't glamorize or glorify end success because it's not overnight. Um, there's a lot of parts in the middle that are sometimes left out in media. And, you know, there's also some really great things to be learned at during the process that turn into like themes that we end up using to kind of guide us. And I've also found that that helps uh, humanize the entrepreneurial journey. And it shows you that we're all humans going through human experiences. You guys are no different than the guests, than me, than any of us. We're just at different phases of something that we believe in, right? So that's the basis of Hustle Sold Separately. I appreciate each and every one of you guys who've been listening. The podcast has been growing at an incredible rate. Um, I know I have many people who've been around for quite some time. And to my newer listeners, I just want to thank you guys for being here. And I appreciate everybody who's been rating and reviewing the podcast and reaching out, reaching out to the guests. It's a community. So like the guests are here to also connect with as well, too. This isn't, you know, so superstardom that they, you know, they're they're a part of it and they're, they're community driven as well, too. Uh, and also you guys can connect with me at Matt Gottesman on Instagram. If you want to follow me and any of the other ventures, some new things are launching there. And you can also, of course, get in on a conversation of, you know, this intersection between, um, entrepreneurship, creativity, and culture. You can find that at HDF magazine. And then of course you can follow at hustle sold separately on Insta as well too. And we've got another really, really great show. Um, and we're going to really talk about, you know, the, the hard work that nobody uh, usually likes to talk about, uh, with maybe the exception of a few of my heroes online. Um, but then what does it really take to grow your business and, you know, kind of finding that passion along the way, because if you're really not in that kind of alignment, as you guys have heard on other podcasts, you know, you're going to quit. It, it, and it's, it's not so much that, um, you quit just because it's hard. It, it's quick because there just may not be that passion or that thing that's attaching you to why you're doing it in the first place. So I've got an exceptional guest today, Ryan Reed. He's the uh, he's an entrepreneur and founder of Thrive Specialized Training, um, and we're gonna we're gonna go all in on on a few of these topics and then some. And I, I told him before the show started, I said, "You this is like business therapy. You can say whatever you want. You can we can go as far deep into all this stuff as you guys know and you're used to by this point." Um, but as I mentioned, uh, owner and founder of uh, Thrive Specialized Training, former professional basketball player overseas, hard work and fitness was just his thing. It's always been a part of who he is. Uh, and then after suffering a career-ending injury, he started training uh, close friends and family members to make ends meet. And then once he took the leap and moved to Scottsdale, Arizona, the which in case anybody listening that is not local, which we have a huge global audience, Scottsdale is a very health conscientious city. I mean, it's like rated, I think, number one in the country or something like this at that point uh, for like years running. Um, but it's, you know, a mecca of people who really also value fitness and health and wellness and parents and, and just bettering their bodies, bettering their, their inner core, uh, you name it. So Thrive was born. Fast forward to today, now, um, have, Thrive now has seven certified personal trainers across three locations in Scottsdale, downtown Phoenix, and now San Diego. And Thrive is also a 350 in-person clients and almost 100 clients nationwide. 
um, including Thrive Online. And then since uh, Ryan has appeared on Good Morning La La Land, various podcasts, including Hustle Sold Separately, and has uh, been named one of the most influential fitness personalities of Scottsdale by Arizona Foothills Magazine. So thank you, man. I appreciate having you here in the studio. My pleasure, man. I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, uh, you know, the intro did you justice, but, um, yeah. you know, uh, good. <laughs> it's, it's a journey. It's a journey for sure. And, um, you know, I always say that the first question is the same. Like, how do we get here? Because it's easy to look at these numbers now. And, and I'm sure just like a true entrepreneur, you're like, you know what? I'm, I'm still a baby compared to the, the empire mind of like, how far can I really impact culture and, and yep. people? So, but to get here took some, some journeying. So you can go as far back, that, especially with basketball and, and all yeah. these things. It's been a ride, man. Every time I come to a podcast, I, I just relive it. And, you know, you don't think about it every day. You don't think about your journey. You just focus on what, what the fuck you're doing now. Yeah. So when I do these, you actually go back and you're like, fuck, man. It's, it's, it's been a while. Yeah. It's been a struggle. It's been, you know, it, it's been a whole ordeal to get here. Um, you know, I started in San Diego. You know, basketball was everything to me. I played ball. I didn't really date. I didn't, I hate, I didn't do anything besides ball. And that's just kind of how I am when I, when I love something and it's my passion, I don't really care about anything else. And it's just kind of like my nature. So at that time, you know, from pretty much two years old all the way to 27, and we'll get to that, it was just basketball. Um, so from then on, fast forward, uh, I started playing overseas. And, you know, for me, playing ball, it's not really a job. It's just something that I love to do. And for me to get paid for it now, I thought it was like, okay, this is like this is it. what this I worked for. Yeah. And man, so the reason why I love ball is because it's so pure and passionate. When you start getting paid for it, man, everything is, it's, it's a job now. Politics come into play. Mm. Um, now when money comes in, like anything that has to do with sports, when money comes into it, it's a, it's a shocker for you to go from that to, to college to that because college is still about, you know, it's still pure. And it's still, you know, just, just about ball because no one's getting paid, no one's tainted yet. When people start getting money to play, man, it, it, cha it changes a lot. Um, and when mm -hmm. I first saw my first paycheck, I didn't change. I still loved it. But I realized that this is a business now. And it's not just the better person plays. You want that to be it. It's just not it. And mm -hmm. it opened my eyes to a lot of things. And overseas, you know, I came from being you know, the top dog in my university to now going to overseas. You know, and, uh, it's called, I was in this, a country called Cyprus. Mm -hmm. Amazing place. But... I, I, I was a 12th man, and in my eyes, I wasn't a 12th man, but because my paycheck was the lowest, I'm the 12th man, and it, it made me angry, and I was very upset. That first year, was very hard for me to sit, sit the bench when I saw people who weren't as good as me playing. Um, it was a very eye-opening experience. I grew from that. Fast forward five years, I'm in England. My back goes out, so I'm 27, um, and my team cuts me, so I'm at a low, so, you know, it, it just... Kind of from there, it kind of takes off into Thrive. But, you know, the, the basketball aspect was what really, you know, gave me – I met – the reason why I moved here is because through basketball I met a good friend who got me here. Mm -hmm. So, like, basketball's opened a lot of doors for me. But, of you know, course. that first that initial grind with basketball and then getting over my injury, um, it, it takes you back to all the struggles that it really took to get here, you know. Yeah, I do. And, and then and so when you got here, how did Thrive – officially start because it, that in itself yeah. had a you you first solved some issues with yourself physically yeah. and then that led into hey 
can you help me as well? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then so that, when, you know, it's exactly. always interesting. So when, when Thrive started, it was in San Diego. Yeah. But it was for, I have a huge Italian family. It was for family members who mm. were half off. Yeah. So, you know, I'm fresh off an injury. My, I'm limping around. My back is hurt. My career is over. It was just devastating for me. I'm 27. Mm. Like, this should be my prime. Like, Kobe, LeBron, everyone who's hits 27 to 29, 30, that's their prime. Yeah. And so for me not to be able to play at all, in my prime, really took a lot for me to get out of bed every day. It was like, what else is there in life? There is nothing else for me That's to do. That's all you lived up That's until all that point. I do. It's all I did. Yeah. I put my soul into it, my heart into it. And so, you know, I'm 27. I'm, I'm doing personal training. But I'm still, while I'm doing this personal training for family, I'm still getting over that my passion is dead. Mm. It fucking sucks because you, it shouldn't be that. You know, I'm like, why me? Like, I worked harder than anybody. Like, I should, I should be able to continue playing. Um, from then on, I went to high school with a person uh, named Jared Dudley. Dudley played for the Suns for about five or six I years. I remember. Yeah, so I went to high school with him. We went back to back state championships. He's you played like, for Maryland, right? He played for BC. Oh, BC. Sorry, BC. BC. Yeah, if you ever heard fun. that, he'd be like, yeah, yeah. he'd be pissed. <laughs> he would be pissed. He's with the Lakers but I, remember now. The, I remember those years. Yeah, dude, yeah. the beast. So yeah. good. Um, so I met him through ball. Um, and then he's like, yo, get to Scottsdale, man. I'll give you a little head start. The head start he was talking about was pretty much introducing me to a couple like hotel owners, club owners that have mm -hmm. influences on, you know, the bottle services and stuff right. like that. Right. So, you know, man, he said, come literally 10 days later, I, I left the house and I'm gone. I knew Jared and that was it. I picked up my whole life. Yeah. I left. Um, and when I got here, he introduced me to a couple of people. Um, and I kind of got thrive going and, you know, it was from, from there. You know? Right. You know, it's interesting how your ability and this is parts that sometimes people don't understand, but your ability to constantly start over from each man. new higher level. Yeah. You know, being a beast in college and yeah. then getting into being the 12th Dude. man, but then having to work your way up, but it, then losing that, but then, you know, it, taking those experiences yeah. and moving to a new town. That, that's the part that people don't often realize Dude. is that you're actually starting over consistently throughout all the everybody time. is. Dude, I start over all the time. Right. I started over last week. Something happened with our business. I'm starting over with that now. It's, yep. it's constant little start overs all the time. And you have to be okay with it. If you still, if you think you're going to climb this ladder of success and being a business and every step is going to be an up step, you're right. so fucking wrong. I know. <laughs> it's just, it's just not what it is. I mean, I mean who, who can I take, for example, LeBron, like LeBron, um, you know, LeBron's the best player in the world. He had setbacks through his years where he didn't win championships, where he was dogged. Like there's going to be steps where you don't go up. There's going to be down steps with everything you do. You can't. You can't expect just to always go up. But what separate what separates the great from the good or the good from the horrible is are you okay with that? Yes. And and accepting that and being able to be like, shit, I'm not where I was last week, but I'm watching a month, I'm gonna be three more fucking steps there. And that kind of tenacity is 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 rare. Um, because you know, a lot of people it, it, people are sensitive. Yeah. So if they if something doesn't go right. Something doesn't go their way. Um, they get on themselves. They get in themselves. I don't judge myself, you know. So I like I allow myself room for error with that because I do that. I, I'm allowing myself to grow. So um, you know, it all it all comes in to the same thing with you're gonna get knocked down. And I always say, you know, life is nothing on what happens to you. Life is everything about how you react to that. Always, so you get hit in the daily. face. You get hit in the face. Now what? <laughs> yeah. So and and that's what life is. It's just how how you react to getting to getting hit. Um. And that's been my whole 
past seven years, you yeah. know? It's a maturity in a lot of ways. And I think that's the part that people don't, um, they don't always get that. It's yeah. like, it's a constant, um, I would say that your quickest path to self-development and personal growth is through entrepreneurship. Yes. You got to get very real with yourself very quickly Man. because you're not just solving problems for um, a market. You're solving problems for yourself, yep. so which is where it starts because the yep. mindset is really what's dictating the decisions that you're making in the yep. in your daily actions, yep. which then also affect your colleagues or your employees and a million other people that you're now responsible for as well too. Yes. So if you want them to learn anything about yourself very quickly, yeah, go go start a venture. That's, Man, that's so true, <laughs> you know? and especially with I mean personal training. Yeah. You know, it was Thrive was a one person show for you know four and a half five years. It, it usually was, is for a while. In the exactly. Beginning. Yeah. It was just me, and then I you know the the demand that I had got yes. so great that I had to supply it. Um, and then when you start having employees and people who, you know, work for you, it, it, it's a whole other beast, man. Yeah. Now you're not just, you're managing people, right. Uh, personalities, um, egos. Yeah. Um, man, it, it's, 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 and there's a reason why entrepreneurship isn't for everybody yes. because not everybody can do it. If it were for everyone, everyone would have a business. This shit is fucking hard. Nobody would be working for anybody. Yes. So everybody like, would be solopreneurs. And, and I actually <laughs> yeah. saw this the other day. Yeah. Um, I saw something where don't devalue, um, don't devalue the value of a good company. Like everyone, right. everyone wants to work for themselves. It's the American dream. Oh, I want to be an entrepreneur, entrepreneur. Sometimes that shit's not for you. Right. And that's being self-aware. Sometimes you thrive in a good family environment where you have where you have leadership and you have direction like some like this, like this shit is not for everyone right. you have to make yourself get up no one's Very telling true. you to get up no one's telling you to put on extra work this shit is all discipline and all like how bad do you want it and that's what it comes down to it's just how much do you want this to grow for yourself and then the little things that you do from that that's what determines how 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 big it goes the little things well and i like that you recognized i've gotten it to a point with just myself, but if I really want to take it to where I need to go next, I need to bring on more people. And that's a thing yes. that a lot of times I think people, I, look, I, I went through that too. It's hard to let go sometimes because you know, I mean, yep. that's, there's a reason why um, hire slow, fire fast. Yep. It's actually hard to find really great people who I'm not wanting to be entrepreneurial, so, but I want to work for one and yep. contribute from a value place, but I also want them to drive their lane so hard that I'm like, I don't know your shit. I know yeah. exactly what I want. I want you to just drive that lane the way you want to drive 150 miles right now yes. and like and thrive that way, no yep. pun intended. But yeah. But and that takes time. That takes time to find those people and to build and then to, you know, takes time. processes and yes. systems and I mean, all that. Over the past two years, which is like, you know, maybe two years is the main the main time span that Thrive has been more than a one person show. I've let go and fired countless people yeah. and it's part of it turnover right. is part you you're not growing unless you're doing that you can't just the first person is not going to be the best every time right it's it, it's <laughs> at, never fucking happens right. actually you're going to have to go through people and go through experiences to find out what you want and sometimes you don't even know what the fuck you want until you fire that person or until you let them like okay now i know i don't want that yeah. so now the next person i get this is what i'm really going to look for Amen. and that makes it better for the next time so turnover and, and, and letting people go and, and having that, you know, that trouble sometime, that, that down step right. can actually make you go up five steps in a year. Right. So it's just part of the process. But the fact is, people, when people go down, they're like, ah, oh, fuck. Right. Shit. It's, uh, it's not for me. Or I can't do it. Or they, or they, and they, they go down 
four more steps. Like the, the, the thing is to catch yourself on that one step, you know, eliminate what's been going wrong and then, and then grow from there, you know? Um, and I've learned that even past three months, I've learned that, man. Like I learn every day how to do this because yes. I've been a personal trainer for seven years. I've been a business owner for more than one person for only two. So I'm still a baby. Exactly. You know, and, and I have to realize I'm still a baby. So I allow myself to fuck up, yeah. but I, now I know what not to do anymore. And yeah. now I know what I want. It's that flexibility of, I tell people all the time, um, getting to a place where you don't guilt yourself. Yeah. Like, I, I know I have routines every morning from 5 a.m. to 9 a.m. I know that if I'm not exact on it, not a problem. Yeah. I know that there's certain things I want within business and as I've recently made hires and stuff like that. Like, all these different things that yeah. um, they're not perfect. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking for perfect. And a lot of people think that they are. And then it's also a mindset game. And I like that you brought that up. It's like, look, it's not that negative things are happening, quote unquote. It's that signals are telling you what to do next. Right. You wouldn't know what to do next unless something came in that said, this isn't going to work right. this way with this tool or this person or this approach. So I need you to do something differently to thrive. But a yes. lot of people take it as like, oh my God, I'm a failure. Like you're not, it's, yes. I don't even like the word failure because I'm like, right. I just need signals. Hard it's either going to go this way or that way. And the only way I know is if I do. And if yeah. I do, they'll tell me an answer. That's yes. it. Yeah. And I'm, it's funny you mentioned that. I'm working on the not everything has to be perfect part. You know, my, my assistant, Nat, my, she'll tell you, I am some things, I am so like this has to be the way because I know how. Details. I, dude, I'm, I'm so Details is everything. It's everything to me. Dude, everything. The little things I'll go years slower man, just to make sure so you get the true. details. The little yeah. things that you do in business, it, it makes the difference everything. on how big you get. Because no one wants to do the little shit, man. No. I'm up, I'm up DMing with clients about diet and nutrition who don't even pay me yet, who could be a client at 10 p.m., 11 p.m. And I'm, I'm in the threat. Yes. I'm, and and that, those, a bunch of those little things make one big fucking thing. And yeah. that big fucking thing is a bomb ass business. Yeah. So like, and those little things I've realized as I become a business owner longer and longer, man, no one does it. And it's the simple fact of staying consistent with your details mm-hmm. that determine which way you go. Yeah. It's so crucial, man. And I pride myself all the time. That's one thing I pride myself on is, is, is being detailed, um, is getting back to people. Um, we live in an age where, People don't want to hit back. Right. You're, you're, uh, I'm too busy. I'll hit you back tomorrow. Like people appreciate like timely text backs or like DMs. Yes. Like how many people do you, do you try to DM? And I always say, don't be too cool for money. Like these people yep. are trying to pay you. Yeah. And you're gonna make them wait for two days. Like, bro, I never see. I never got that whole mindset. You know. So like the fact, the fact that you're just staying on top of things that are good for your business is is everything. And you would think it'd be easy enough for people to do it. They just don't. No. Now we're talking about integrity. Yes. And we're talking about consistency. And uh, those details are, are everything. It's actually very – it's a, a road less traveled with a lot of different brands and yeah. companies. And that's why it's funny. I was to, to calm people down from what – I'm like, you see a bunch of things online. First of all, 99.9% of it is all fake anyways. Mm-hmm. I was like, and second of all, I'm like, the details, the people willing to go to the details, that area is lonely. There's not a lot of us out there willing to do it. Yes. But that long game mentality has a compound effect. Yes. I will play that all day long, every single day. My audience knows I preach the Gary Vee principles, like more of that kind of like I'm in this for a 20-year, 30-year narrative. Yeah. 
And there's so much to be learned from those details because like you're setting things up for a future version of you that isn't even here yet. But if I don't play from future Matt current, then I won't ever be there. And then I want preparation and opportunity to meet. Right. So do the details now. Exactly, man. If you're prepared, then you just stay ready. Yeah. Like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm constantly ready for my sessions. I'm constantly ready for my employees. Um, you know, and it's, and it's led to multiple, um, opportunities for me. And, you know, as I grow, I'm starting to get, you know, things are opening up for me because what I did four years ago and what I did a year ago. And so like, and I have to know the things I'm doing right now, the little fucking things, the tiny shit that, that doesn't really matter. It does. And who knows who that person can bring to you. And who, like, who, you don't know who you're talking to. That's right. something like you have to treat everyone like, like, like they're very important to you and might be very important to your business. You know? Well, there's an evolution in both how you're running a business and then you're in health and wellness. Yes. As science and discovery and new methodologies and new tools and new resources, you know, and your own discovery of like, wow, this works really good, but now these modalities are kind of adding and expanding. I mean, that's also changing too. You're having to deal with like business landscape and health and wellness landscape. And and the thing is, I don't like to cross those too much because that's why I don't make any of my clients sign contracts. There's no three months up front. Like health and wellness is supposed to be about that person, about you getting right physically, mentally, emotionally. Like I don't want to like I'm trying to run a personal training program, but leave out the business part as much as I can and make it about just giving that client and that person a good experience. And that's where all this shit from. This is where this is why I can make guides. This is why I can make online training. It's because I make that experience for that client the best I can be, the best it can be. And that's where it stems from. That one person every time leads to me making guides and and me doing other things outside the state. It's just the building block that people overlook all the time that has to be like like, like basketball and fundamentals, like the the reverse pivot, the in and out, like the, the basic shit. You can't ever skip that. And when you do start skipping that, everything else falls. So you you have to like you have to be to be very humble in what you very. do. You know you have it's to. It's a humility not, game for yes, sure, dude. It's crazy, <laughs> man. And yeah. so like like no matter how big I get in in this industry and how many followers I have or whatever, the the building block is still giving that one person a good thrive experience for yeah. us. Um, and it will never ever change because I'm setting the tone for that. Like, absolutely. I, I tell, I tell Natalie all the time, like it's all about that one client yeah. and, and it will be that in 10 years Yeah. when I'm doing, when I'm, when I'm doing shit way bigger than what I'm doing now, it'll be about getting that one person in and making it good for that person. And if it, that changes, then it, it, it all fucks up. Right. You know? Well, that, I mean, that's also the platform you're standing on and that you're creating, you know, and, and the brand experience for me, like CX, customer experience, I want each person to feel like you're being heard. Yes. I've made space for understanding exactly what needs to happen here. Yes. And you're right. You don't have to mix it to like, you don't have to know the business that's helping kind of manage at scale, right. but I want to make sure that, you know, I'm right here and yeah. I'm responding and me and several others are responding and yes. we're part of the process together it's of your caring, journey. Man. Yeah. About caring about if, yeah. if people... Integrity. You know, especially in your, and we're, I'm in a, I'm in a business that, that deals with people who are in a service industry. You mm-hmm. have to serve. Like, like you'd you know, think that would make sense for a yeah, lot of people, it's but it's crazy. But I mean, yeah. I get people that come 
come over to our program from other trainers and they're telling me things and I'm just like, I mean, it, it's crazy how, you know, people don't, people don't give a fuck. Right. Like, trainers should be the people on earth that really care for that person. And it's sad. And that's why I get, that's why I'm very critical of other trainers. It's because like, this is a service industry. You have to serve. And if you're not in it for the right reasons, people will see through it. People don't want to be part of your program. You're trying to get them just, just a dollar out of their pocket. Um, it's very, it's very, it's a very um, genuine program. Very like what I what I make thrive is sincerity. Make sure we're genuine with everybody, um, and we treat everyone like like a human being. We're never too good for anybody. Yeah. You know. Well, it's also this. A lot of this is also attached to your life. It's attached to your journey as a whole. So when 100%. you see some trainers. I'm imagining in your industry, yeah. I, I know from kind of the whole network of you guys that mm -hmm. are the ones that I'm cool with that, you yeah. know, I would imagine, and they all seem to be very service oriented as well too, yeah. but I would imagine, you know, quite a few that are just like, not necessarily running it a, like a business or B from a place of I'm here to serve period. Yes, exactly. And it's like kind of more self-fulfillment uh, yes. and, 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 you know, and, and only those things. And, and then of course, validation yep. through my social media and through all these other things. And like, you know, I, it, and it's been interesting watching that world, not just in health and wellness, but in any world, like I had to build my entire following from scratch. No yeah. bots, not yeah. bought, nothing. Yeah. Hundreds of thousands by DMing and texting for seven years straight. It's legit, dude. And it's like, but a lot of people aren't willing to do that kind of work. You're, yeah. you are, and that's it, why hard. it works. It's hard. It's like, very hard. Like you gotta put in hours outside the gym yeah. more than you have hours inside the gym, man. People wanna. Yes. And, and it's and I, I could see it. Like I woke up this morning with you know twenty one new DMs, and before I I made sure I answered right. all twenty one DMs, and it's important to me. I get anxiety if I wake up with DMs and it's and I don't get back to them. Something I have to do. Yeah. Brushing my teeth, taking a shower, answering back is just part of my day. Yep. Um. And that's a huge it's part. Community. It's, it's, that's building exactly, community. Exactly, building community, man. And, and it's showing that yeah. you care and that you're not, you know, you're, you're, you're in it for the right reasons. You want to help people. And that's what it all comes down to, you know? Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate that you said that, too. And it, by the way, the great, one of the greatest things for them to integrate on uh, Instagram DM, the voice text, I voice text. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling, I don't know if you guys, you know, have, have if you, do you voice text? I don't voice text. So, oh, do you guys hate it? So a lot of people don't yeah. like it. Yeah. Um, my, I mean, my audience loves it, but, um, so some of my business in different things that I got going on, I'll voice text and they're like, man, like I lost it. It went away. Like I have to play it again. All that other stuff. But on, uh, yeah. on Insta though, their, yeah, their voice text, let me tell you something. You want to talk about conversions? Like they're like, this is you. Don't you own this account? I'm like, yeah, I own this account. I'm like, I wanted to respond to you to go a little bit more in depth about like the question That's you awesome. asked me. Like and, and so it's interesting from that. So like the only that. other reason why I use it on iPhone is um, when you're driving. I don't Dude, I didn't drive. Have, no, yeah. wait. So you can just send messages. On so you can voice text DM. right there on DM. And send a message. Yeah. So it's me talking. Um, so, I mean, A, from a Love conversion that. standpoint, it does go Dude. up. But also, Love they that. feel heard, and they're like, wait a minute, like, you're the owner of this account, aren't you? And I'm like, I am the owner of this account. And I was like, hey, I, so, you know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, but I, I get voice text, and we can go on a whole other, like on another. <laughs> I get it, I'm sure, and, you know, because it's funny. I just literally had this conversation with somebody yesterday. He's like, I just don't get into it. And I was like, I, you're absolutely right. I get it. I'm like, yeah. it's just easy for me. Yeah. Um, actually, three people said that yesterday. So, you know, yeah, man. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's, but, but I, I appreciate the community yes. aspect of building, which, you know, you know, and one of our, our, our mutual shared friends, Will yeah. or me, like everything's about community. 100%. And when you build from a place of community, it's also, you know, it's, it becomes, again, a safe place for people. Look, health and wellness is a very personal 
thing. You're not just dealing with the body. You're dealing with the mind. You're dealing with insecurities, emotions, spirituality. Like there's a lot of shit going on in there. And so there's a responsibility in my, my opinion of creating a very, very safe environment to be like, listen, let's just have very real conversations without judgment. Yes. And that's a huge point, man. Not judging. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't judge anyone because we all go through experiences. We all go through shit. We all grow. We all fuck up. Mm-hmm. Um, what what I do judge is how you how you how you show up. Uh, yeah, and how you, <laughs> is that, and then how you respond to yes. that. Like yes, um, and and that's what makes a person. Um, but it's true, you know. People want to people want to grow mentally, physically, you know, spiritually, emotionally. We're dealing with a whole person now. Um, when they come in our sessions, we want to we want to leave them. You know, feeling relieved, feeling great, feeling good about their body. You know, it's like almost a therapist as well. Um, and we, the whole, the whole thing is is wellness. We want to make sure that you're feeling good when you leave, and you're feeling good as a whole. You know, through our program. What has been some of the biggest challenges you've dealt with? Okay. Whew, man, through, through you can list them all. Okay. Off. <laughs> so the uh, big thing was um, was you know obviously not being able to play basketball anymore. That was a huge, um, a huge thing I had to get over, um, but it led me to something that I'm even more passionate about now, you know, which is helping people. You know, my my whole goal in life was to play ball my first 27 years, and now I know 100% my, you know, my reason here on earth is to help people, bar none, 100% my goal, my my, my passion. Um, how'd you get not to cut you off? How, yeah, how'd you get there? Like, how did that? Because it's yeah. hard for some people to they you hear the finding passion talk all the time. Of course, that comes up all the time. Yes. And you were able to, you yeah. know, go right into that from already yeah. your experiences. So I, 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 can you expand on that? Yeah. So I mean, how how Thrive become what it is now, or just how the finding I, passion part, and passion. like you know, and and you, but you get what that statement means for you. Yes, that's hard for a lot of people. For sure. So I, I mean, I, in their in their because they're like, I don't know how to find my passion. Yeah. Like, get present. It's and just discovery. What your and, passion is is what you like to do, and no one's telling you shit, man. Like. Like, even now, I don't have to personal train. I have a team. I have online training. I have guides. But I love doing it. Like, I, I do it to make the, me feel better. In the work of it. Yeah. I, I mean, I felt like shit a week ago uh, on a Sunday. And I had a session. And I felt so good yeah. during the session. And after, I'm like, God damn, this is really what, the, what I love. Yeah. I love seeing this person I'm training getting stronger. I love breaking through barriers with that person. Um, and just... Like man, I I get I get off on people being happy. I really do. Me being able to be part of their happiness is one hundred percent thing that makes me happy. Um, after basketball, I tried to be a fireman. Yeah. Didn't work out because I can't stand to see bones out of people's arms. I realize. Fair. Yeah, and so from there, <laughs> I'm like, and then that's and that's when I thought of what I want to do. I was like, what do, what do I like to do on my free time? And I like lifting weights. I used to go. You know, in high school, I used to go on lunch break and go lift at mm. 24-hour fitness, like when everyone else was just chilling on campus. Um, I'm like, you know what? Let me just, let me, let, me, let me dive into this and see. So I did it for family a little bit. And then when I moved here, um, what really intrigued me was I'm at a place where no one knows me. Mm. So this is a huge challenge to myself. What can I do in this city that no one knows me? Because I've been playing in cities for the past five years. Um, I've been playing for cities, you know, playing basketball. So every city I went to the past five years, I've been like a known entity because I played for that team, you know, in Spain, Cyprus, England. Um, now I'm in a place that no one knows me. 
And I took it as a challenge. It was the competitive thing that basketball brought to me. I'm like, mm -hmm. what can I do here? Like, I'm going to make sure everybody knows me now. Um, and from then on, I treated every person like it was my only client. Mm -hmm. I've always preached this. I'm making actually a guide that's teaching other trainers how to do this, what I'm doing. And I always preach, you know, make every person, make every client feel like you're the, like, that's your only client. Yeah. And make them feel special, man. And people want to be heard. People want to made to feel special, especially if they're in a personal training session, like, like make them feel good. And then you're going to get a lot out of that. Um, but for me, man, it's all about what do you want to do when no one's telling you what to do? That's a great, it's a great simplify. Like it's, it's super so, simple. It's, it's, and it's straightforward because people don't realize like one, they don't think it's even possible that there's a job in there. I yeah. love when, I love when people say things like, um, you know, Oh, well, I love working on cars. I'm like, but you work in a bank. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, maybe you want to go work for like one of the dopest garages like in town. Yeah. Like I hadn't really thought about that. I'm like, because they don't and the, think they can do that. They don't. And I was like, listen, you know, and and then removing what the caring of what it looks like to the outside world. I'm yeah. like, because there's nothing that beats happiness like and, all along. And exactly. th that's profitable. Exactly. Happiness is so profitable. Pro because, yeah. because if you're doing what you're loving to do and you're happy doing it, you're going to be good at it. Yeah. Like there's no one who loves video games that sucks at it. Like, you know, like if I love video games, you're going to be good at video games. And you now see they're I'm killing all of us. I mean, like, they're yeah. like 30 million a year <laughs> like, on, like from like, Twitch. <laughs> like I guarantee everyone who loves art is a can somewhat draw or somewhat yeah. paint. There's no one who's an artist that just is horrible. Like what you love to do, you're good at that because yeah. it's what you love to do. So you can make anything and what you're good at profitable. How profitable, that's the... That's the thing. Yes. But if you're happy doing that, dude, that's all that that's fucking matters. That's the first matters. and only metric that that's matters. That's the only thing that matters. Like yeah. You could be making 40K a year, but if I'm doing that, doing what I like to do, I'm going to wake up happy. Yeah. Like, it, yes. it, it just is what it is. And then because you are doing that, most times, if you're not a complete fuck up and just a horrible people person, you're going to eventually get paid more. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? You'll be sought out because Dude, you're, it's the mastery that's in it and from exactly. the happiness of it. You know, it's interesting when, when people wanting to turn their passion into a business or into like, you know, something more, just even, even profiting from it. Yeah. There's all these extra layers of responsibility that come into because on one hand, it's the mastery of that passion mm -hmm. and constantly being in it and understanding yep. it. Then there's also the managing it like a business because if you don't, others will take advantage of it. <laughs> so there's so there's an interesting dichotomy of you know yes. of growth in that. Um, if if they're trying to take the passion into also yes. earning a living from it, then yes. it's like okay, there's a level of responsibility that you now have yes. in managing your creativity. And that's how and that's how personal training was for me. Yes. So I was never a business owner. I just became a personal trainer, and through experience and through growing, I became a business owner. So like the same thing if you love art, you could be an artist, but you get big enough. Now you're growing into a new role that art gave you. Yes. You see what I'm saying? So, yes, you know, I do. It was, I, I never thought I'd have a team. I never thought I ever. I just thought I wanted to do personal training because I loved it so much and I, and I committed myself to it. This opportunity got brought to me because of that. Yeah. So you grow as you, as you go, but the main thing is, is doing what you love to do and what you like to do. Like, I never wake up fucking thinking, God damn it, I gotta go work today. Right. Like, what I hate doing is waking up at 6 a.m. I, I will not, I will not um, say anything about that. I, I hate getting up at 6 a.m. What, what time do you prefer to get up? Uh, when, I, when God wakes me up.
when my eyes open. Nice. <laughs> so, but for those five minutes at 6.05, I'm ready to go. Yeah. Because I know I have an amazing four girls waiting for me at 7, 7.45, 8.45. You know, it, they're my friends. I get to watch them get better. We have, we have a good friendship. I'm in a good environment. Um, it, it's just great. Mm. But, you know, like me waking up every day loving to like go to work and like, oh, what kind of exercise am I going to give my girls next? Or like, how can I push them better today? It's a great life. Like you waking up, I get to draw today. I got to go play video games today. Like, yeah, maybe the first couple of years, you're not really making any money, but that's what you love to do. So you're happy, you know? Well, I, and I find it interesting that, um, you know, so many people want answers before they ever, you know, go out there and do their thing for a living. Or, and I was like, it'll never happen. Never. And the other thing that's interesting, and it's to your point too, is that, look, you got to a point, c- capacity. Yep. It happened to me in, in more recent, like in about it within the last year, where it's like, I'm watching all these other people I'm trying to help and the resources they're using are just fucking it up. Yeah. And I'm at capacity and I'm like, oh, wow, like there's a solution. I, I, I'm going to have to find a solution to their problem because yes. it's in my wheelhouse. Yes. You don't know these things until you grow you know, within your thing. And exactly. so, and then they're all of a sudden, yeah, you end up with like hires and teams. And I'm like, when did this when happen? Did this happen? Yeah, <laughs> like no, when sure. I was like, I didn't even, re- I was like, and I was the antithesis of this exact thing. And I was like, yeah. well, then you know what? I'm going to do this differently than everybody else in the market does it yeah. just to, because I don't like what existed yeah. before. And that's the same thing with right? me, man. Well, one day I woke up, I'm like, where do all these fucking people come from? Right. Like, <laughs> like, I have all these trainers. I have right. a big team. And I was, it, this was, it was always supposed to be me doing personal training. Um, but because I was good at it and because I, you know, dedicated myself to it and I made myself, um, into a great personal trainer, you know, now this happens. So, um, like allow yourself room to grow, allow yourself. It's okay not to know what's going to go on right now. As long as your, your main thing, your denominator is always, I I, I love doing this. If that's what you go into every day saying, I love doing this, other things will come about. Always. You you just got to stay consistent and stay and, and stay persistent, you know? Absolutely. Well, I mean, there's the North Star of, you know, I know why I'm doing this and where I want to go. Yes. The how is all about just doing, and yeah. it'll, it'll, you'll get your answers. You don't know any of the how until you just start getting out there and be like, oh, oh so that's how I have to do Man. my accounting, and that's yeah. how I have to do my payroll, exactly. and that's how I have to do I was like, good to know. Exactly. I think I'm going to go call my tax guy because I didn't have yeah. to do that before, and now I do, right. you know? And to, to play on your point, you know, my North Star has – changed like three or four times in the past because you're evolving and that's what i'm saying man like your goals are gonna change and yeah. don't think ah, i made this goal last year i have to fulfill it no you don't like you, you your goals are gonna change as yes. you grow because opportunities are gonna come that weren't there back then like i had goals for thrive that are not goals anymore because over the past six months year it's gone in a different direction like this whole thing like and that's why I say Gary V. Gary V has this. He he, he says this. When I buy the Jets, it's gonna be the worst day of my life. Yeah. Because like now what? Like, but but right. the, the, but the thing is that the journey is what you want. The journey yes. is everything. Me coming from myself to now a team, um, to now next year. Like I'm not waiting in three years for something to happen and then I'm finally happy. Like right. this whole thing, what I'm going through now, that's the fun part. That's the whole thing. And people want to get to a point so bad. I got this goal. I got to hit it. I got to hit it. Like what you're going through now is you got to enjoy that. Most of us is all worth. It's you know? all it's all about the process. Um, it wasn't until it. I really started like, as I use the analogy, getting into the garage and like, you know what? I don't want anybody else to build this Ferrari. I, I want to go. I want to 
I want the engine and complete parts on the floor. And I want to learn every single part that goes into the car. Yeah. And I, I think that that's hard for, you know, a lot of people, like you have to really embrace the process. And the, from a North Star, yeah. I found that you're right. Like goals will goals will change be, and they have to yeah. because they're fluid with what we learn about what we tweak in the market. Right. I then started making the North Star more about like, what is, what is, what's the impact? Mm -hmm. What does that look like? So that way, because that never ends. That's yeah. the best part. That that's part right. is never like, we can't really read. I mean, we reach it. But, it'll, but it allows it to expand a lot yes. versus just kind of being like, because goals are, goals are, I think, our, our benchmarks along yes. the way, which can yes. also, we have to detach from. So we're not completely attached that it has to be this way, nor yeah. how we get there can right. adjust. Right. But yeah. And, and to be 100% honest, honest with you right now, I, I have no goals. And it's because. I understand that too. And, and it's, it's, it's weird to say, but. As long as I keep working hard and my why is on point, which is just to help people, like genuinely help people, if I can combine that, you know, genuine why with hard work, shit's going to come. Yeah. And it, it's like, you know, I used to have a goal of putting a Thrive trainer in every city until I actually started having a team and realizing maybe I'm not going that way because it, it's, just, it's just not the way for me and what I want to do. So you have a goal you start to learn about that goal and you start doing it. And then you're like, wait, I don't want to do this. That's okay. Absolutely. You're just learning about it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So like right now, this year, I have a goal where, yes, I want to hit a certain amount of online thrivers because that means, you know, we're hitting a good audience and, and we're, we're becoming, you know, a nationwide uh, company. But other than that, like, it's just where my why and my hard work takes me mm -hmm. and if you're wise on point and you're working hard, it's just you're just gonna go up. Well, you know, you, and you have a team and you have systems also in place as well yes. too. Because like that, and I, I'm I'm repeat that for mostly for the audience of like, hey, yes, the hard work and the passion create the the brand and the community and the long game. Yep. But the team and the systems make it sustainable. Sustainable, exactly. You know, one hundred percent. Um, and and that's huge. Like you know, you getting someone to be part of your program, you know do they want to stay, you know, and, and that goes with anyone from my employees to my clients to my online thrivers to anyone, like, the sustainability is something where you're right, systems come into play, what kind of company are you, you know, like, the, the vibe, the energy. Expanding um, on your product offerings or service offerings, you never know. Exactly. You know, um, and, and like I said, like, I never thought I'd be making a, a guide or a big video production on how to grow your personal training business to other trainers. Right. That was never a goal for me. I never thought I could actually do that. But because of the demand that I've set, and I get so many DMs on yep. from trainers wanting to know how I did this, you know, now that's there. Um, and it's exciting. Yeah. Because now I know, like, what might come up by summer. You know, as long as my why and my hard work are, are synonymous and they're going forward, like, who knows what could come. And it's fucking exciting because... Like I, I love that, you know. Well, it's and it's not hard to see that when you do the work, that and you mentioned this kind of earlier too. Um, from even if it's you know your passion, yeah, that's what attracts opportunities because yes. everybody else sees it like, oh, I actually see your results. How do I get those results? Yes. Oh, this is what I did. Yes. And then they refer somebody, and then more people come. And they go, how do I get those results? Yeah, yeah. So, so, so that's why you you can suddenly end up like, wow. First, I was client facing. Now I'm B two B in a way. Like now yes. I'm helping other trainers within my industry 100%. because I, and 
that speaks to a brand as well because now it's also how do you help them understand the reputation involved and the building of the and doing things the right way and so it actually expands even on your own responsibility of 100%. like of of affecting change within your industry definitely you know which is a cool responsibility to have because now you're you know yeah and it's now, not just on people it makes you a mogul like you know me having you know multiple things not yeah. just you know personal training is what makes you what makes it an empire you know mm -hmm. i want to be able to help people not only in front of me but all over the world i want to yeah. help other trainers be able to be these amazing trainers so they can help even more people um that's why i said my why if my why is just what it is since i started is just to help people like genuinely help people and i just continually work hard over and over again it's the opportunities are going to come from it i don't even know what's going to come but yeah. i know it's going to be it's going to be good um and that's where my goals like i don't have a specific goal i have to hit by summer or i'm not gonna or i have to hit by the end of 2020 like we're gonna find out. Like we're gonna find out what's next yeah. in six months, and it's gonna be fucking bomb because we put out amazing energy and a good product, you know. And so like it's an exciting, exciting time right now. You know? My my favorite thing is when people say, uh, "Where do you see yourself in five years?" I'm like, yeah. "What's your phone number?" Yeah. And they're like, "What?" I'm like, "What's your phone number?" And like if, some of them actually they did it. They're like they gave it to me. I'm like, "I'll call you in five years." Yeah. Like I like. Yeah. I, like <laughs> If you're talking about the impact, that'll never change. My why won't never change. Right. But like, you're asking me to, to be definitive without doing the exactly. work. Exactly. You know, right. whereas I want to be adaptable and flexible as to, yes. you know, um, the opportunities that attract. Which are, by the way, way beyond what, what I see in five years is almost, even if as it's, it's huge, it's still limiting compared to the possibilities that are out there yep. by me tying myself to an attachment of where I see myself in yes, five years. 100%. Allow me to grow into this amazing ultimate, like, you know, more, man. you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I'm like you. I mean, the media empire and then the businesses and the yeah. other ventures, like, all of it's tied together. Like, I'll tell you in five years. Yeah. It's Probably like 15, really. Right, yeah. <laughs> so. And that's the thing. Things could, you know, things could come soon. Things could come later. But you just, it's all, it's it's all, all a test, man. You got to. Yeah, stay that course. If you go down on the ladder a couple of steps, you have to learn from those two back steps and allow it to make those next three, four steps go up. And it's hard. It's Don't get very, me wrong. Like, I know. you know, we, we've, as, as a company, we went through the past two weeks a hard time. It's the last week when I came in, I couldn't right. come. Um, and I've learned from that situation. And now we're starting to see the fruit of what's happening. And now and we're going to get better from it. And it's an exciting time. But there are going to be times where you're like, "Fuck this shit, man!" Like, yeah. like I've got, I've had times where I'm like, "Man, how how it was so much easier when it was just me." But that's when I have to kick myself in the head and be like, "How many people are we? Many more people are we helping? Right. By me having yes. a team yeah. and me having other things to do. Like, like that. We have to keep that why in place. And when at times times get hard, you have to know that's part of this. Not everything is going to be just peaches and cherries, man. You're gonna you're gonna bite in some sour fucking fruit sometimes. You're pretty bitter at times, man. man for sure. Oh, man. And, Ooh, and it's testing it's you. Yeah, of and course. I, and I'm all about like business gods and basketball guys. I always said basketball guys hate when you miss layups next to possession. It's always a three ball. Yeah. If you watch basketball, whenever they miss layups, three balls coming. It's the business gods. They're testing yeah. you oh, of course. to see, okay, things are going really good. Yeah, of course you're doing well. I'm going to throw this fucking curveball at you and let me see what happens. Me, and, 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 and it's true, man. Like, like you got to be able to bounce back off bad times because that's what makes your business run or not is how you how you handle the bad times. You know, I heard it. Um, it takes 
an exorbitant amount of energy and time to, you know, get there and twice as much to sustain it. Man. Right. And, and I, I've noticed that, um, true. you know, the humbleness, humility, keep you grounded. But I, I, and I've said this on a other podcast, but I quit everything to, um, which you'll appreciate, um, game seven yeah. for me, everything. And some huge basketball fan. So everything yeah. is game seven. Now to get to game seven, I had to lose half of those games, yeah. but I'm playing everything with people around me that are, you know, I'm in partnership with, yeah. I'm in a team with, I trust in order for me to show up as my best self, yeah. I'm taking my shots before the game. I'm constantly practicing. Everything has to be. And then, and the only, so even like the talent that you keep around you, the people that help you, it's like, if I'm Michael Jordan, I only want Scottie Pippins with me. And I mean, I just said this on the last podcast, but it's like, if I, like, I only want a Scottie Pippen. Why? Like, I know he's going to miss the shots. I know he's going to, you know, mm-hmm. he's going to fuck up. I know all this stuff, but I trust him implicitly to show up as his best self right. every single day. But I'm yeah. playing a game seven, meaning like it's my job to do the work off the court yep. that every day is leading to the results on the court. And it's, exactly. that's not easy for you know, a lot of people. And, and that's, and that's what it is. The time that I put, you know, in my business and into these people, when I leave the gym, you know, when I get, you know, I get, I get done training at 6.15 every day when I train. Um, and then when I get home around 6.45, I shower from 7 to at least 8.30. I'm hitting everybody back. I'm making sure everyone's taken care of. Like, I do my due diligence. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to put that extra time in yes. where no one's telling you to. And it's yep. discipline, man. And like, oh, man, is And it? some people thrive better when yeah. they have someone to tell them when to be someplace or what to do. And that's that. That's being self-aware. Like, that's that's when I do best is when I have a boss or when I have someone who's a leader. That's when I do best. But some people want to, you know, be entrepreneurs, and they have to realize it's not going to grow unless you are your own self, self you know, towards a discipline. Oof. And it's hard, yes. man. And what helped me yeah. that with that was basketball. Sports is huge um, in developing discipline and, you know, in character and self-awareness. Um, but over the even the past week. I've had to go through growing pains um, with, you know, and I'm very self-aware about myself and I had to really kind of dig deep and, 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 um, and realize something about myself that I didn't want to realize. And I've grown from that. And now I'm fucking excited to kill shit now. <laughs> like, you know, like, when, like, and so yeah, like, yeah, like once you grow now, you're like, man, like I'm ready to really, it's a new really energy. get going now. It's a renewed it's a new, energy. Actually. 100%. It's a renewed energy. Um, and it's almost like, like you just went into the cold bath a little bit. Like that shit fucking hurt so bad. Like, oh my God. But now I'm off it. I'm like, yo, I, I'm I'm ready to go. You know, and that's where I'm at now. And that's what every little bump in the road or a little like step back should be. You going in that cold bath, that shit hurts. But when you out of it, you feel a little renewed now, you know? I finally did the uh ice bath last year. That sucks, Lo- man. I, I hate the ice bath. Yes. But I, the feeling afterwards is exactly. so good. It's I was so like, good. that's why it's I addicting. Dunk again. I did, I did three minutes <laughs> and 30 seconds. I mean, from the moment I got in, I went right into like breath work, Dude. right into breath work. And I just, I actually, I'll have the video. I'll show you after the this. Worst, <laughs> do I just have to do with basketball? It's the worst thing for me. I hate, uh, I hate cold baths. You know, but it, but it, but it was, um, I, I challenged myself and I was, because I was with a big group of people, they all did. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm cool. And they're like, no, nah, you're getting in there next. I'm like, yeah, all right. <laughs> and I just it gets it's like anxiety thinking about it. Just just doing it, but <laughs> but I also I also do appreciate you bringing up um you know that hey sometimes you have to take two steps back. I think that that um people they could look at that as oh no no that's a bad thing. It's like no 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 you need to. My my father he passed away within the last six months and uh, was one of my biggest thank yous, one of my biggest biggest supporters. I I really I looked at him as such a patience 
This dude was an entrepreneur. He built all of his own things and like just, but he's one of the most patient people I've ever met. It's hard. I mean, like 50 year long game in his industry, you know, like just, but he would always say like, you've got to be willing to take two steps back to see the bigger picture and then move accordingly. Yes. He's like, you, there's things you couldn't possibly see without the steps back yep. um, because you're so in it. So true. And he was right. It's, it's, you know? it's, it's I mean, you can, you can even compare it to like breakups. Like when you're in it, when a, in a really toxic relationship, like when you're in it, it's hard to see how bad it is. But yeah. once you're like, say you break up and you're out yeah. of it, you look at it like, holy shit. Yeah. That was reflection, horrible. personal so now reflection. Now I'm gonna get better. Exactly. Yeah. That's and what. And what makes that, you know, what makes that hard and not, you know, it, it's it's no one wants to do that because like even though you know I'm no one wants be to better, deal with their shit. No one wants to go <laughs> through their shit first. Right. So right. say like you're in a bad relationship and like you just know like you should not be in this. Like this is just fucked up. No one wants to go through that initial month where you feel like shit because you got out of it. And then two, again, eventually you feel better. It's like, it's like being in the middle. No one wants to go down to eventually go back up. People will live here a lot. And, and so, and, and I, I refuse that. Like I I'll, I'll make shit bad for the long run to make it better. And it, it's hard, but it's hard, you know? Well, it's practice too. I mean, cause if you think about the, the quicker you, the higher the EQ and the quicker you can actually have conversations about both yourself or in situations that aren't, you know, fun and be like, we're dealing with this. Yeah. We're dealing with this. Yeah. And like, it may not, we may not like the outcome that comes from out of it, but at least we're, whatever the, the goal is, the goal is going to be both of us are in a healthier place, period, yeah. end of story. Yeah. And most people don't want to have that conversation. I'm willing to have that conversation. Yeah. And then of course you got to tread lightly depending on the emotions of the other yeah. side. But at least by doing that, this goes to yeah. this, sure. right? And I've noticed that over time and it allows us to move fluidly through things. Yes. From both business, relationships, everything. Yeah, but but the initial hurt though. Of course, yeah. it sucks. No wants Nobody it. wants to go through. That's no why most people won't do it. it. But do it. you've already had to tackle shit. For I've sure. had to tackle shit. So after a while, you're like, how do I optimize tackling yeah, this shit? Because because exactly. you know that's why ignorance is bliss. Because after you yes. know shit, you can't go back. You right. know, it's <laughs> like all right, I gotta <laughs> deal with this because I have no choice. I know now. You know, I know right. better. I know better. Right. Um, what do you have coming up? Like, what's happening this year? Anything Oof. you want to share? So what do we have? So um. We have, I do pop-up events. Yeah. So, you know, companies, I, I do at the W Hotel. I get around 120, 30 girls, and we have a big blowout workout. We had it nice. at night a couple months ago. We had glow sticks on people. We have a DJ. Um, so we're actually doing an event for, like, a leukemia, leukemia and lymphoma association. That's awesome. I'm doing, like, a fundraiser for them. Um, we're doing it in Tempe. What's the, the Tempe one right now? Um, so I'm going to do yeah, it's like a big Tempe, uh, yeah, fitness unplugged. Um, so I'm always doing like big pop-up workouts. Um, you know, we we're, we keep growing in members, you know, in Scottsdale and Phoenix. You know, we have one in San Diego branch doing really well as well. Um, I have three guys coming out, an in-home guide, um, a form guide, because, you know, form is something I really, really, you know, harp on. Like, yeah. form and working out is huge. Making a form guide, and then like the one I'm talking about, how, how to grow your personal training business. Mm -hmm. It's very thorough. Um, it's very passionate. It's something that I've been, while I've been doing these videos, talking, and I get goosebumps because I'm so passionate about, about what I do. And I want, I want to make sure, and I even challenge the people who get this guide, like, this might not be for you. Like, right. you have to know you are in a service industry. Self-awareness. Like, like, yeah. I, and I, and I know, <laughs> I know a lot of personal trainers get into it because, 
they don't want ours. They, they want to work for themselves. They want to charge what they want to charge. Be prepared it's, to work double. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, and that's why a lot don't get to the point where I'm yeah. at is because they got into it for the wrong reasons. If you get into personal training for the right reasons, you can go far. Um, so I challenge these people who get you know this, this guide. I'm like, okay, first of all, this might not be for you. You have to understand you're serving people. This, is, this business is not about you at all. It's all about what you can do for yep. that person. Um, and the more you bring to that person, eventually you will get. But when, I, when Thrive first started, man, I was charging nothing. And I was, I was just getting by. But right. because I loved what I did, I kept yep. doing it. So you have to be able to, to realize and being self-aware, can I go through a year or two where I'm not really getting anything right. back? But it's worth it if you love it. But if you don't love it, don't start this shit. What, I, you know, and I'm glad that I push that a lot because – in that year one and two, if you're not really necessarily making it, um, but you're still wanting to keep going forward, it's going to happen again when you start operationalizing your business yes. because everything else is getting taken care of and you have to reinvest the monies right back into the business as well. So it's like that's actually Man. training yes. for the next level when you're actually starting to scale the business. So it's like that's right. It's not glamorous. And what makes me fucking upset is on <laughs> when you see things. I'm sorry. And when you see no, things on it's Instagram. All good of these entrepreneurs with their cars and their houses, and they yep. just make it look like so easy. You're fucking everyone else up into thinking, this should be able, I should be able to get this in six months. Yeah. Like, how can I scale oh, yeah. my business in six months? Like, and, 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 I, and that's one thing I really, really hate is when people try to scale their, their business too early. Yep. You're just telling people that you don't want to work anymore. Yeah. That you don't love this shit. Right. You're you don't doing know the it. details. You don't know the yes. data. You don't know the customers. Exactly. You don't know anything about you're them. You're just doing you're this to right. scale. Yeah. I, I can't respect yeah. that. If you're, do, if you're scaling because you are so good at it and because you don't have any more time, that's one thing. But if right. you're doing something you just to get it off your hands, right. I, 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 can't, I, can't, I can't fuck with you. I know. Because it can't, I come from a completely different place. Yeah, that's a whole other episode. I, I would love to go on a tear on that. Because I, I see it online, and, and it, it just it, it drives me crazy. First of all, you ever notice the IRS doesn't go after those people? Do you want to know why? Because they don't got shit. Yeah. Like, at the end yeah, of the day, like, I, and, yeah. and I'm, I'm very big <laughs> mental wellness. At, the people you know that are successful, the people that I have admired, I have had amazing mentors. Yeah. They're low key. Yeah. They crush life. Yes. They've got their families, their health, their businesses. Yeah. They're not letting everybody know everything. They're right. constantly refining their processes. They're into mastery. They're into yes. like, I'm like, where are you? Like, I'm in an ashram in like the middle. <laughs> You're like, what are you doing? He's like, just, you know, I'm tapping into my energy. Like they're, they're just yeah. about life and, sure. and their contribution to life. Yep. You know, they're the ones that like sit quietly in the corner of like the hotel and you're yeah. like, you own the place, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Whereas the like, other people are very like outlandish and like, yes. look at me. But I get it. You're, I, I, I always, those people, I'm like, do you want something from me? Do you need, do you want me to say you're awesome? Is yeah. that what you are looking for? Because right. no matter how many cars, even if you have it like that, yeah. you're still trying to fulfill something that's going yeah. on internally. Yes. I will never, none of us will ever give it to you. You'll never exactly. get it. So call me when you're like, you know, having a midlife crisis or something like that or, exactly. or three, three quarter life crisis. And you're like, oh, wait a minute. None of this filled me. Yeah. You know, yep. but Staying from a lane of this is why I'm doing it, yeah, and I will stop at nothing to make that happen. Yes. That's everything. It, it, it's it, it really is, and people want to make it. Um, they want to make it complicated, and they want to make it about. Um, it, it's, it's Instagram. Instagram has has made things that take time and take hard work. They they think it's easy now because you just see it like right. you, it, it's everyone's highlight reel. 
So like in like, I saw this quote, you know, you're, you're comparing your life to everyone else's highlight reel. Right. That's not even a real highlight reel. Right. So it completely mind fucks you. Yeah. And so you're like, wait, why? Like I, I can like it, it just it just it discourages you into the fact that you don't even want to try or you try for the wrong reasons. Exactly. And it just and it's just a cycle of just either now shitty business owners or just <laughs> shitty processes, you know? My primary recommendation to people is I'm like, first I need you to mute everybody and unfollow everybody that you don't that doesn't serve you or that is is messing with you. And they're like, Huge. okay. I'm like, then I need you to go to meditate for about two weeks straight. I'm like, okay, I'm like, now come up with what you want to do. Yeah. Like really want to do because you're you're looking at yes. a different lens that isn't yours. Yep. And it was actually manipulated onto you from from 100%. you know media. Where can everybody find out about you online? So uh, RyanReadThrive.com mm -hmm. is my website. And at RyanReadThrive is my uh, Instagram. Read spelled R-E-A-D. Awesome. Um, yeah, man. And I, I appreciate it. This is fun. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, and I, I, so I tell everybody that comes on, it's a journey driven podcast. Yes. So where you are today and where you are from six 100%. months from now, a year from now, two years from now, definitely. We already talked about yeah. this anyways. It's I'm a different excited. story. So you want to come back on, we can go through a whole other like theme instead of like things that, are, yes. <laughs> you know, Yeah. I mean, as things can continue to evolve too, you know, sure. you know how this game goes. So you're welcome back on anytime. Man. Appreciate it, bro. Absolutely. Absolutely. And everybody listening, please go check out ryanreadthrive.com uh, and at ryanreadthrive on Insta, um, he preaches the same shit that I have been telling you guys for a long time, which is answering every DM, ever answering every text, replying to people like, go interact with him, go go support him, uh, you know, contact him, hit him up. Um, that's what this is about. As I tell you guys, this is a journey-driven podcast. It's a community-driven podcast. So everybody that comes on here, you know, is doing the same work that, you know, we're telling you guys to do as well. And that you probably, a lot of, many of you are, so... Really appreciate you, Ryan, for being on the show. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, be sure to check him out for myself, Matt Gosman, for Hustle Sold Separately. We are out. Oh, man.